fun. I thought that was such a fun idea. Um, a friend gave me that idea when I was talking about what we were going to do for our 100th episode. And here we are. I love it. Thanks for being here, you guys. We hope this was fun. As fun for you guys as it was for us. And I know I learned a lot about Genevieve today that I actually didn't know, which was pretty funny. Because <laughs> I feel like I know you really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like our listeners feel like they probably know us pretty well but i hopefully we got some new little juicy bits today you're listening to rebel heart radio hosted by a nutritional therapist cassie knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist genevieve blair a lifestyle podcast about clean living making money and badass people that inspire us endlessly We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one freaking hundred. Oh, my gosh. Not to blow your eardrums just immediately right off the bat there, but we are very excited. This is our 100th episode. What the what? What the what? We did it. Almost two years in. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling, um, well, (laughs) oddly enough, we've been looking at this date for a while, so I'm like, that came fast because we knew this was coming. We marked it like, okay, this is when Plan our we it. knew we yeah we knew, we knew to look forward to it, and I feel like we just made that realization like last month, but that was like four months ago. I know. <laughs> so we're like, we're here, we're here. Wow, wait, what? <laughs> well, instead of doing monthly planning for the podcast, we're now doing quarterly planning for the podcast, hello. which makes it we look forward at those big those big milestones now which is really fun so yeah here we so are I'm, I'm just kind of like we're here so grateful wow. so grateful for our rebel heart nation as we so lovingly call you yeah. and uh yeah i'm just i'm happy to be here and we are, we're just and getting we see started you. 100 episodes we just getting started yeah we we see you like oh my gosh y'all are like going back and binge binge listening like <laughs> okay hi hi you're gonna oh, get okay. to know us real deeply in that first episode i haven't listened to that oh episode two like one and two in since two we years si- well i mean since yeah two years since we put it out there yeah and uh I feel like an eternity i ago. feel like if i listen to it right now i'd probably have another vulnerability hangover so i'm not gonna be doing that <laughs> so i'm not gonna sorry yeah, um those are our get to know you episodes by the way i think the most fun get to know you episodes that we have though are like the couples ones that we've done mm. with skylar and josh yeah I agree. um and then also the ask us anything episodes those are the mm-hmm. best kind of get to know you so yeah q a's you can always count on q a's to be a little bit of like insight and uh-huh. a little bit of good friend banter did we get to forth. do one today yeah I'm ready. I'm so excited. Okay, before we get into that, though, um, let's talk coronavirus. Coronavirus! 
Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Okay. If y'all haven't heard the Cardi B audio, because I mean, man, if y'all are stuck in your house like the rest of us are, then mm-hmm. I mean, bless you. If you are on the front lines and if you are doing the work and you are out there, I just I applaud you. If I could like distance hug you, elbow high five you. I like I would. I'm so thankful that there's people out there, but there's a lot of us that are stuck in our houses <laughs> and we're like, OK, I guess if I'm going to learn TikTok now would be the time. Mm-hmm. And so I got a lot, a lot, a lot of people being like, all right, what? I don't even, what is this? And so there's, but there's a lot of really hilarious audio. TikTok is the app I needed right now. It's like I have Facebook to be like overly paranoid and learning about the latest conspiracy. <laughs> um, I have Instagram for some inspo to like help me feel like lifted up and supported. And then I got TikTok to straight up help me cope. And belly I, laugh. Oh my gosh, I cope. Yep, I cope the best with humor and laughter. Oh, it's such a breath of fresh air when you're just like, I mean, and you guys, in case you don't follow me on social media, like my husband was laid off. That was really heavy. That was really heavy for us because there was not a lot of, there's a lot of uncertainty right now in my personal life, in real life. And I know that's going on. That's definitely a lot of people are going through that right now. But um, there is something about Cardi B on TikTok yelling coronavirus that just, <laughs> gosh, I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm now just understanding what TikTok even is. Anybody yeah. else feel just super old when we talk about TikTok? <laughs> I was a few months. I was just like in a training session with Genevieve on how to use TikTok like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to sound like that old lady. Please answer these questions. How do I send a message? Where's the message box? How do I find this? Where what's is private what is, what and what's that? public? What's happening? <laughs> how do you start a video? <laughs> oh, man, you guys. I've been consuming TikTok for probably about four months now, and I'm just now starting to make some videos. You've because, been talking guys, to me about it since it first started. And when it first yeah. started, I swear it was just like... I don't know, Japanese teenagers on there. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it, obviously, it's, it's become really culturally relevant. And especially right now, it's, Such man, I don't know. Oh these are the moments. So first of all, I just want to say, like, obviously, Genevieve and I are taking this incredibly seriously. We are staying home with our families. We are isolating. Absolutely. We are uh, physical distancing. We are not social distancing. I don't. I'm going to steal that from someone who said it mm-hmm. on one of our um, headquarters calls with Beauty yes. Counter recently. Step further. <laughs> yeah. we You know, I the social distancing thing has caught on as like a term, but I love the idea of like, no, we're going to physically distance. We're not going to socially distance. I mean, we're going to physically distance from our neighbors <laughs> that have kids our age or, or my kids age. It's, it's so like, hard. It's so hard. But That's like so they've got hard. a parent who works in a hospital and I'm like, no, it doesn't I make sense. To, well, it doesn't make sense even if that weren't the case you know to expose and Mm -hmm. so we all know everybody is kind of taking various levels of approaches to this and it's such normally I would say this is such an individualized thing and I I think it it is because there are some circumstances and some families where like you I mean you can't really be pretty maybe you work in the healthcare system and Mm -hmm. good god we're grateful for you Mm -hmm. um I just I can't I mean I can't imagine working in our healthcare system anyway but Mm -hmm today i'd say administration staff too like my gosh you guys are literally in contact with every single person that comes in i mean admin for healthcare admin for schools admin Mm -hmm. for whatever it is i mean it's pretty amazing so much and josh you guys know as a teacher and so my husband and it's been um quite the shift for us and i'm just i feel more privileged than i ever have (laughs) 
being a person who already works from home and already has a steady income outside of any changes that are happening in the world right now Mm -hmm. and whose partner has a steady job that he has to continue to be paid for his contract regardless of what happens. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're just trying to use the time to be uh, close and intentional as a family. And we're working really hard to protect my mom, who is in that kind of vulnerable population. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to go there, but (laughs) that's that's who's on our mind to protect the most. And so... We're going to do everything we can to make sure that's the case. Mm-hmm. And right now we're just taking it freaking day by day. I was just telling Genevieve before we hopped on today, I have been, I'm such a forward thinking person that like mm-hmm. you can talk to me at any given time, but I might be thinking about what I'm going to be doing in 10 years while we're talking. <laughs> but right now I literally have reverted to a day to day what's the you know what do we need to get done today what do we need to focus on today what can we do to have fun today mm-hmm. and it's such a healthy thing and i think the the economist in me is coming out because i'm i'm starting to become a much more curious person about like what industries are being impacted i think there are some really clear ones and then i'm also wondering about what industries are kind of booming right now and i was thinking mm-hmm. about social media obviously that's what made me start kind of on that thought process And then, uh, you know, I'll like turn on a light and be like, oh my gosh, I bet like there's a lot of power being used right now. (laughs) Or like, here's my computer. I'm like, oh, Wi-Fi. Hello. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, All of that. And so it's really interesting to start kind of going down those rabbit holes. And then also like, man, I'd like to be living a life where I was checking in on and by having fun today, like a lot of the things that we've talked about on the podcast when it comes to like a new year's resolution or personal changes for me have been in that, like taking myself less seriously and having fun. Mm-hmm. And because my son is home all the time now, we're having to like put that in the day every day. And my husband can't be the one responsible for facilitating all of the fun. I have to have some of the fun. <laughs> You're like, oh, some fun. And so <laughs> I want like, Jen, I want to know what are you doing with your kids? I hate the idea of saying the words to pass the time i know i'm Ugh. sorry do you have time it's gonna to pass, pass anyway it's I, i'm I, like can't i can't but um what are you doing with your family right now mm. like mm-hmm, what does it mm-hmm. look like for you guys yeah. um and i'm sure all the parents out there want to know like how the hell are you keeping your kids occupied oh my word okay yeah yeah so if you guys don't know my kids are six and ten I have a first grader and a fourth grader and um, my life imploded when they came home from school because I do work from home. Like I, my workload and guys, my workload hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten a little heavier, a little more uh, unceremoniously, like just kind of all the things coming at me, you know, and I'm like trying to create priorities. So for, for me and my family and for up until this this week is the first week that we've had my husband home because he's been still, um, because he's in commercial HVAC and plumbing and electrical project management. And so he's got projects going. Things are still being built. People are still doing construction work up until probably this week. And, um, and so he was still, he was working from home when he could, but he still had to go do job walks and they were keeping their social distance from each other or their physical distance. And so he was coming in and out up until this week. And it was surprisingly like 
kind of difficult because it was like sometimes he'd walk in and I'd be like, what are you doing in 10 minutes? Can you blah, 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 you know? And so it was very much what's happening right now, what needs to be done right now, um, where are we at with food right now? Like all of my food plans kind of, whew, although mm, cook once, eat all week, save my existence <laughs> um, because I've had so much decision fatigue through this oh, process because okay. there's so much, you know, because my kids, um, my, my oldest was sent home with a Chromebook because we're very very fortunate to live in a really affluent area that they were checked out Chromebooks the day they left school. That's there was, huge. I mean, insane. They checked out 300 Chromebooks in an hour and a half's notice. Can you imagine like, the liability of sending that number of electronics home with a bunch of grade schoolers? <laughs> like, oh my word. <laughs> my first grader didn't that. get one, which I'm thankful for <laughs> because I don't think that would really work well for her anyway. She doesn't need it. In that regard, you know, um, and we have other things for her. So right now it looks like the only major structure that we have that's like non-negotiable you don't get to like negotiate how this happens how long happens when it happens is some form of education work but we're not getting any uh information from the school district quite yet because our spring break is next week and and so we basically had like two weeks for um we'll have like three weeks or so for the school district to kind of decide what's standardized how that mm-hmm. what they're going to expect and how that's going to go and so getting um some really sweet updates from my first graders teacher who is sending home are sending digitally reading books so she's reading books and um and sending these videos home and being like read along and like i just oh it's so sweet and my daughter's like oh i know this book and the recognition and she's loves getting these messages through this special app from her teacher because i read them to her and so it's about making sure that my kids still feel connected to their classroom. My son, my oldest, my fourth grader has um, a Google Classroom set up and they've just been <laughs> very, very silly notes back and forth of friends mm-hmm. and classes and like sending pictures to each other and like staying connected is really what it's about right now. But for me, I'm just trying to make sure that they don't lose that pliability and learning in their brains and so they've got these workbooks that I buy every at the end of every at Costco um like the beginning of every summer I buy workbooks um in hopes that you know I can keep them a little you know have a resource of some kind to be like hey go do your workbook um as part of kind of their daily chore type situation and we never get through the whole book and so um my kids have these workbooks that were for first and fourth grade and which I'm super happy about because workbooks were sold out everywhere and you already had them and I already had them I was like what now that's so ridiculous when you told me that I was like freaking Genevieve (laughs) (laughs) Josh was so the other day he goes oh we need to get little man a workbook and I was like good luck you ain't gonna find one good luck I mean we might be able to because it's preschool age but yeah, you might be able to do preschool, but man, first, especially fourth grade, fourth grade, I could not find anything for Paxton because he, he is an interesting case. He was right in the middle. <laughs> we haven't gotten it back, but he was right in the middle of being um, tested for um, extra education, like advanced education. Mm-hmm. He had to go through some special specialized, it was day long testing. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was an all day long process and we still haven't got the results back. So I don't He's a little so, smarty. As you can tell, I have a hard time keeping him challenged. So um <laughs> so he will blast through anything I give him so fast and I'm like, slow down. So I have to give him more to do because mm-hmm. he will just like blast through it super fast. Although I think I found his kryptonite. <laughs> Grammar and writing. <laughs> so I got him some grammar and writing books. I was fortunate enough to grab those. So morning time is like 
there's a lot more slowness to our morning, which mm-hmm. is so lovely. I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's lovely, and we um you know make sure everybody's fed. We make sure there's at least like this do or die time of when school starts, quote unquote. Mm. And it's just it's pretty darn quick. Like the longest they've spent doing schoolwork is an hour, you know. Um, but for the most part, it doesn't make sense to push it beyond that, um, because it turns into drudgery instead of like, okay, I'm just, you know, working out my brain and it's going to change as soon as we get curriculum from their teachers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just creating a ton of um, options and availability to keep their brains going. And we downloaded Khan Academy for kids for my first grader um, because it was very friendly for her age. Um, and then signed up for a subscription for this thing called prodigy. And I absolutely love it for my, um, for my kiddo. Cause it's a, it's a math game. Um, it's probably a little, it's a little more, um, it's a little more for somebody who likes the idea of like progressing through a game through math is really what it is. And it's kind of more about the adventure in the game. And then the math problems come with the adventure. My son loves it. And it's the only thing that I can get him to do that he enjoys. So we hopped onto that pretty quick. And then the rest of my day is just, what do we need? Because I feel like there's so much, like you were saying, there's more check-in that's needed because all of us because I have I have six of us in this house mm-hmm. you know I've got my mom my dad my husband my kids my two kids and me all in this house and there's a lot of emotional need or physical yeah. need. and I'm sure you went from you know very rarely are you every single one of you in the house and now you're literally always all in the house always the kitchen's always busy the you know my which is like your zen space that in your face. studio i'm sure oh you're just like gosh. running away to your studio all the time. oh i cleaned it today so it looks nicer and i put a new rug in oh so i can't hold a new rug it's just i switched some rugs out that and it's a little more i guess homey i got josh I to put up a um some artwork that i've been wanting him to put up for five months Yep. If anybody wa- follows me on Instagram, you know I've been trying to like fill out a gallery wall. Jen can see in the video. It's still yep. still some blanks over there. Getting there. Getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I think that um, the way our day looks is kind of mushy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's just kind of a lot of a... And I think that's the hard part for me being an Enneagram 2 is that I am trying so very hard... To always ask the question is, is this mine to do? Mm-hmm. So, now so very much. Ask yourself be- that with everything. Every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Every 10 minutes. You know, and making sure that the expectation is there of of what I am going to do and what I'm not going to do. Because y'all are used to me doing it all. And that's mm-hmm. just not healthy. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's not mentally healthy. It's not physically healthy. It's not. Mm-hmm. And it's not good for you guys either. Like you all got to, you know, anyway. And so um, I'm so thankful that my husband's on board with all this growth that I've got going on because he is practically springing out of bed in the morning just being like, okay, what do you got going on today? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, and he like he ran school today because I had a skin consult that popped up <laughs> In, in the best way but like I was just like oh I have I have a skin consultation that popped up <laughs> and um you know and he made lunch and I cleaned my studio and he helped me repair some stuff that needed to be repaired in here and like move some things and I vacuumed and I was just like today almost two solid weeks tomorrow would be 14 days was the first day that I was like 
okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're, I mean, I've okay. got Josh home with me. So mm-hmm. that's been an interesting and not currently technically working yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's having to obviously keep up on his email and he's already, of course, starting to put lessons together for his class and things like that. Um, because he just doesn't want to be blindsided with like, oh, mm-hmm. you need to get this together right now. Like, oh, shit. that would feel yucky. Yeah, he has a just- general idea of what's expected of him, but it's not really clear and he thrives with routine and mm-hmm. so um and it's it's like he thrives with his routine and his routine is completely uprooted and it was so funny yep. last night we were talking we we're way too late talking last night <laughs> and he just said you know i think i think our, our kiddo needs some like more of a routine and a schedule and things like that and i was like mm, correction you do I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't need he doesn't, that. You yeah. need that. <laughs> he knows what to expect from us. Absolutely. And he's definitely, you can tell he'll ask us in the morning, like, okay guys, what, what are we doing today? Cause he knows mm-hmm. he's not. And he used to ask me every morning, mom, where am I going today? Mm-hmm. Cause he'll go either to my mom's or preschool or Josh's mom's or whatever. And so it was definitely was like, like a, he gets that he is like home what a switch, with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really funny to see his like he is immersing himself in my world way more which he normally doesn't necessarily josh do. is no my kiddo oh your kiddo. Um, oh you're right because yeah. he's literally watching you know yeah every- so <laughs> and he's like he we've picked a couple of like tv shows to watch together um so we're watching really? the That's... Great British Baking Show together right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my kids love that show. I'm obsessed I love that show. with it. I didn't even... You guys, I've had so many people tell me I need to watch it. And usually when someone tells me I need to watch something, I don't listen. You're like, no. <laughs> it's the, yeah. The next no, one No, I is, don't need to watch the anything. The next one okay? on that list is Shit's Creek. Like, everyone's <gasps> telling me. I know. And you're one of them who's like, you need to Ew, watch David. this. But it's, I think it's more in the exercise of like, oh, they think they know me, but they don't. Like, uh-huh. I'm not you, gonna you watch don't this. know. Oh, my gosh. I was it, like, let's just test it out. It took like two episodes of The Great British Baking Show for me to like fall in love with it. But of course, oh, they're making so like wonderful. French pastry and oh. stuff. And I love that stuff. I do that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so actually, that is what launched me into like literally writing the outline for my future cookbook. Oh, was just that's like what got that inspiration. Feeling, like okay. feeling fun and creative. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, something productive has come out of me binge watching this show. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm, he, I'm current. I'm current on that show. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's like I have watched that show. It's to the point where it kind of makes me sad because there's so much that I can't do, which is why I'm like, Cassie, it's time. You know what I mean? Because yep. of all the gluten, <laughs> like you know, and You're it like, makes hey, me. Sad. Uh, can you please make a pastry recipe? <laughs> yeah, Tell me how to make a tart. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's a whole that's a whole nother episode. I'll update you guys on all of that later. But that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So we are definitely leaning into technology a lot more than we normally would. Mm-hmm. But it's all stuff that can like inform. And so I've noticed he'll he'll be like, "Oh, are we baking bread now, mom?" Or you know, mm-hmm. so we made bread yesterday while we were watching like a bread episode, and I was like, "Yes." they're yes, like, doing we, the bread challenge or bread week or whatever i was like yeah we got this <laughs> so that was really fun oh that's so cool yeah all right my dear are you ready for this i am let's explain so what this is we are gonna do um if you guys haven't heard of it before there is an interview series from vogue called 73 questions 
and I can't remember the guy's name who does it. Um, but basically he interviews all of these actors and, um, musicians and like celebrities essentially walks through their home, like comes to their door, you know, knocks on the door, they let him in and he proceeds to ask them 73 questions in about like somewhere between 10 and 20 minutes. And, um, it usually is kind of a peek into their normal life and it's rapid Super fire fun. and i am mm-hmm. obsessed with these interviews i absolutely love them i will link well, the, now I the need video montage it. of them in the show notes um <laughs> i just i like things that make me feel like the people that i either admire or just see in the media are just other normal people you know yeah, they're like us yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. and so i think the questions are really fun and we've been talking about doing kind of an ask us anything episode and uh instead of taking that route we've taken the 73 questions route so i'm gonna i am gonna ask and i'm kind of nervous because i'm either guys i don't i don't know what start. these are like i don't i am not been prepared uh and i mean basically neither have i other than the fact that i wrote all of these questions and some she of them are yeah. some of them are from our previous ask me anything episodes that we weren't able to answer um and so we i worked i worked them in so this is yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. fun all right girl are you ready for 73 rapid fire i think i am questions however ra- <laughs> however rapid we can accomplish <laughs> okay miss genevieve blair yes ma'am what are your best work at home tips Ooh, best work at home tips create a designated space that is not a couch as a hard surface <laughs> you got another one whether whether it's a tray or a table or something just something that's like there's something about having like a setup surface that's like your workspace that mm. you know may not always be that um get yourself some really comfortable bluetooth headphones Ooh, okay there's something about when i put these headphones on it's like work time <laughs> and your family knows too yeah yeah and yeah i guess just have some like designated stuff around um that's just work related it's so like i don't know it gets your head into workspace other people know you're in your workspace it's like yeah even if it's physical or if it's like something like your headphones where people see you you know what i mean mm-hmm. anyway okay what are your big goals for this year Oh my gosh, why are we asking me these? Is that supposed to be rapid fire? Quick, quick. Big goals for this year. I'm going to get really clear on um, a lot of things. I'm going to get clear on uh, what I am trying to accomplish in my work life. Um, I want to get clearer on goals because goals have been too scary for me for such a long time. Mm. Um, So I can't really say that I have one big hairy goal. It's more of like just one big goal to get more clear and give myself a ton of space to do that because before I would set a goal and it was totally not what I wanted. You what know, you- I didn't give myself space to do what I wanted because I didn't know I didn't know big picture. Where do so. you see yourself in ten years? What what year will that be? Twenty thirty? Yeah. Twenty thirty. Well, my kiddos will be graduating from high school. <laughs> That's weird. 2030. Oh gosh. Where do I see myself in 2030? I see myself. I see myself being um, being in a new season of life because I'm going to be finding myself like having a lot more time because my kiddos are going to be in transition. So I'm hoping that in 10 years from now, I'm going to be living more in my expert space and um, being comfortable with that and 
being really sure of who I am in that space because up until now I I was (laughs) you guys being an Enneagram too is hard when you're an expert and um it's been interesting for me being comfortable with um not being second in command Mm. so I want to be comfortable in being the mentor being the coach being The 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 expert being the boss and I'm already I'm already like almost there, but I see myself in 10 years just like living it. You know what I mean? Where do you find your motivation? Dang, these are hard. Where do I find my motivation? I find it in um I find it in actually I find it in myself a lot of times. I find it in um how I feel, how it makes me how things make me feel. And so it's really easy for the longest time for me to look externally for motivation. But if anything, that drains me. And so if I get real quiet and I allow myself that time to like create that space for um, things that speak to me, then um, it's not really one place. So I guess you could say it's more I find it within myself. Mm. If you had to choose another career, what would it be? (laughs) If I could choose another career. Um does if money weren't a thing type question or is this a oh, yeah. like yeah if, if money weren't a thing um I probably have a product-based business that was just product like I would um just collect cool crap and sell it <laughs> like, like eBay status mm, no like a curated website like something Ooh. that's kind of like uh just a collection i mean to be honest this might be something i end up doing someday it's just i'm like based jen's stuff. favorite things hell yeah it, yeah like i mean there, so many people ask me for things that uh you know where did you get that and where did you find that and this and that and i would love to have a curated website where it's like i find the manufacturers and i go for it and i and i order it and i sell it and it's like my product mm-hmm. and i'm inspired by people that do that but it might be a long time coming if i ever decide to engage in something like that um because product based is um a little scary by yourself i've already dabbled in it you guys have seen me dabble in it and it's um not something i think i would ever do by myself so maybe it's a lot it's a lot yeah. of responsibility. Okay, we're going to yeah. go lighter, okay? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing to cook? Ooh, favorite thing to cook? Spaghetti. <laughs> What's your so go-to? Simple. What's your go-to cookbook? I know this answer. Oh, cook once, eat all week. 100%. What's your favorite sweet treat? That one's hard because I it depends on my my mood. Favorite sweet treat is probably something cold like ice cream, but it's not it's not always dairy based. So like a cold a cold sweet treat. Is People pre- listen to this podcast, cream. they know you mean non dairy ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What are your different moods and like what sweet treats go with what mood? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, if I f- am feeling like I want to wrap up in a blanket comfort food, ice cream. If I am feeling tired and kind of depleted, actually, it's probably going to be my favorite tea. I know that's not a sweet thing, but I kind of, I put stevia in it, so I consider that sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're such a you're just um, yeah kombucha. Really rebellious um, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, to be honest, like um, a quick favorite treat, like is actually um, the Jacobson sea salt caramels. Mm-hmm. Yes, got ma'am. my foodie heart going right there. <laughs> what would be your last meal? 
Oh, I hate that question. I've always hated that question. I'm like, uh, um, go to last meal. Um, well, considering it's my last meal, I'm not worried about how it's going to mess up my digestion. Manicotti. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's the last meal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's your go to mocktail? Ooh, go to mocktail. Um, a, uh, an at-home pina colada. Mm. Non-alcoholic pina colada. Love it. Heavy, heavy on the sparkling, light on the pineapple. Yeah. Okay. Sparkling <laughs> pina colada. We're getting fancy here. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what's something you didn't expect about motherhood? Mm, I didn't expect to be so challenged emotionally. Oh. Like, I really didn't. I expected to be... Um, challenged obviously I, I I knew there'd be hard parts but I didn't realize that and I, I didn't know that I was going to be in this space of like being okay with um not liking my kids all the time hmm. and saying out loud saying that out loud is hard for me like no there joke. are times where I'm like I need to be alone okay I love you I, I need to be alone and I, I just didn't expect that like from me like I know some people need their alone time but I don't I'm an extrovert guys like I don't feel like I need alone time but I get so challenged emotionally by them that it's like sometimes I just mama needs a break <laughs> like, how I, you, I didn't expect that how have you changed since becoming a mom oh I'm softer and I didn't realize I needed that um I'm much softer um I think before I had kids, my my black and white meter, and I think this is just maturity in general, it's just my meter of like right and wrong, black and white, was so much more uh, painted and apparent. And, apparent. and now, um, having kids, I'm looking at things a lot more softly of like, you know, I'm more aware of emotions now because I'm teaching little humans how to be aware of emotions. Not to say that I'm any sort of expert by any means, but so I'd say I'm, yeah, I'm softer. What's your favorite thing to cook for your kids? Grilled cheese. Oh, sounds simple and silly, but we don't do it very often. So when I do, they're like, (gasps) (laughs) they get so excited. What is a late night food that you crave? Burgers. Mm. (laughs) Hardy. What's the most overrated food trend you've ever seen? Overrated celery juice. (laughs) 100% what is your favorite thing that you're uh, that Skylar cooks ooh cooks Uh uh-huh makes Mm, okay well so this is a tough one because it's changed um (laughs) he is a wicked cookie maker he Mm. makes very good cookies um but this is not he hasn't ventured into the gluten-free realm so I'd say it now it's actually probably ribs. He's excellent at ribs. He's got a dialed in. So what you're saying is Skylar needs some cookie recipes. 100%. And he'd be happy to have them because it makes him sad. And one time he made traditional like Toll House cookies because he brought them into work. And I was like, how dare you? Because <laughs> I couldn't eat any of it. Neither could my kids. He was the only one that could have some. And he left the smell in the house. And he was, I think he's learned that that's a no-no unless you have an alternative for us to eat too. Oh my gosh. I love that. Uh, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? Ooh, Creedence Clearwater, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like more like folk rock music, Cat Stevens, a um, little bit of country. But I think that was just because the area we grew up in, but <laughs> like 90s country. Um, but my parents were very much like um, they loved um, classic rock. Okay. And my mom had a really extensive records collection that I'm building currently because I have a record player. And so when she and I go shopping for records, she's always like, oh, my gosh, I had this record. Saddest story ever, you guys. She had a huge collection of records and she held an estate sale when she was kind of forced to leave Southern California where she was living. And um, it just made sense to offload. And her box of records got left behind on accident. And it was really sad so sad so sad and so I got a record player um a few years ago and so we occasionally go on the record player or the record hunt and it's so fun to see her light up and have recognition over a record and then buy it bring it home and play it and just like be like okay like I'm getting a better music education with like classic rock so that's fun yeah what's the first concert you've ever you ever went to Santana oh see if that ever tells you my parents I was 11 and my parents took me to Santana and it was life altering. I mean, did your siblings go? Nope. It was just me and my parents. Wow. Just me and my parents. And we went to Santana and coolest thing ever. They had a stagehand come out and play in between his sets, sat on a stool, stagehand, sat on a stool as this old guy. And he was like dressed in like grubs because he was, he, uh, he looked like a stagehand and got on his guitar and acoustically just, I mean, the entire arena was silent when he played wow. silent we were all just in total rapture just and it would that moment will always stay with me because there was this huge screen behind him because he was little to me because i was far away but the screen the big behind him you could they zoomed in on him and he was just he was just an artist you know it was just gosh such an appreciation for live music if you were a rapper what would your name be <laughs> uh jenny b (laughs) i think jenny b from the block jenny yeah jenny yeah jenny with a g (laughs) uh who's an artist people would be surprised that you listen to Ooh, um i don't know about surprise because i kind of like everything uh, you might be surprised at more of my playlist than individual artists. I mean, I have playlists that I'm, I'm altering the question because this, I could never pick one artist that I, I think most people know that I'm not really a lover of one type of music, but mm. I have like classic rock playlists. I have um, classical playlists because if you guys don't know, I play the piano and I was classically trained. So I like I I I can play masterworks and so I really appreciate some of the masterworks that are on in classical music. So maybe that's probably the biggest surprise is that I listen to a lot of Mozart. I think Chopin is my favorite by far. Super hard to play. <laughs> uh Rachmaninoff. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you were to get a tattoo, where would it what would it be and where? I know. I know this one. It would be a white tattoo. Okay. Of a pine tree branch on the back of my arm. Oh, why white? Um, because I had a patient when I was in the med spa world and she had an all white um, sleeve. And it was by far the most stunning thing I've ever seen. It was so beautiful. And she was like, yeah, it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I have to touch it up super often. And I, I even looked as far as getting one and looking into it because I guess they fade super fast. And so it almost feels untemporary. <laughs> so I was just like, because I, I just, you guys, like, 
I can't imagine getting a tattoo because I would change my mind. I mean, I'm a makeup artist for crap's sake. Like I could like paint a tattoo on myself and then want to change it the next week, you know? And so the idea of a white tattoo was really attractive because I was like, it'll fade enough that I could change it. And, um, and they're just so feminine and beautiful and you can add a little color to it and get a very like watercolor look to it. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Love it. <laughs> What's a book that you enjoyed recently? Uh, well, I'm reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle right oh. now. Good Lord. It's fire, my friend. And so I'm, I'm loving how she paints a picture and how like each chapter is only like a page and a half or two sometimes. And so I find myself being able to kind of like bite size, like engage, which is kind of important to me right now. I don't really, I don't really make the time and I want to, but I mean, I don't, it's not a huge priority for me to make the time to like binge read on a book. So having a book that I can bite size read to that, um, is lovely for me has been good. So I've got, I've got that. I did finish an audio book recently called, I'm pretty sure it was called beautiful and it was a special from, um, uh, audible and it was a like a, a young adult teenage type like fantasy book and it was um it was a fun it was a fun listen so listen and read there we go morning person or night person night <laughs> I know this <laughs> <laughs> how do you decompress Ooh, decompress um I do my nails must have beauty product Ooh. must have beauty product I'll say makeup product must have makeup product for me personally um a brow pencil beauty pet peeve oh when somebody says I can't wear that color (laughs) that drives me nuts I'm just like "Mm, is that a challenge because I will take that as a challenge (laughs) (laughs) makeup trend you wish would come back Ooh, makeup trend I wish would come back. Mm. Mm, colorful eyeliner. I've always loved colorful eyeliner. Holy Grail skincare product. Ooh, holy... Uh, um, beauty counter overnight resurfacing peel. <laughs> Hands down. Desert Island makeup. Ooh, Desert Island makeup. Is this meaning like... Give me three products. Oh, three products. Okay. Um, Desert Island makeup. I would choose a brow pencil. <laughs> Honestly, a brow pencil, mascara, and SPF. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot you can do with that. And I don't just mascara makes me feel awake because my eyebrows are my eyebrows. My eyelashes don't really grow. They kind of grow almost downward. So when I have mascara on, I just feel like I can see. <laughs> hmm, I love it. Anyway. Best beauty tip you've ever received. Mm. Best beauty tip I ever received was the best way to prep your skin for extraction is to massage it with facial oil first. Okay. We're all learning here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> beauty product that you don't go a day without wearing. That's a tough one for me because I don't wear makeup every single day. I kind of give my face a break a lot of times. Beauty, just beauty category. Lip conditioner. Yeah, lip conditioner. My lips, always my lips because if I don't, they go um dry real quick. Favorite lip color? Oh, goodness gracious. I know this is a hard one for you. 
I don't think I could pick. Um, so probably the most favorite because it's impactful, but I don't wear as often is actually like a really beautiful, like, like mulberry wine, like vampy. I love, love, love wearing colors like that, but it's just not something I wear all the time. <laughs> but when I put it on, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Go to makeup look at this very moment. Go to makeup look, liquid eyeliner, brow pencil with um, a clear brow gel. Um, wash of color on my lid, um, touch up concealer, not really into a full face foundation right now and, um, over filling like a nude lip liner, kind of like you might've heard me talk about this before, but this thing I'm calling it lip stacking, like basically like adding a little more outline. Like if you were to draw a line straight down from your nostrils, that area in there, I'm, I'm overlining a little bit and then underlining elsewhere. And I love that look. So I'm really into like changing the lip shape right now. Mm. Favorite beauty trend right now? That. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might say that. Yeah. Strong lip or strong eye? Strong lip or strong eye? Strong eye. Sneakers or heels? Sneakers right now, actually. What would you weird. consider your uniform? Well, that's an unfair question because right now it's like not much. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I was like gray sweats with red sneakers and a T-shirt with the occasional flannel. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How do you start your day? Mm, with a Runa tea. And OK, so this is also where this is weird because I had a I'm mourning the loss of this routine and I'm going to bring it back. and I'm going to find a way to make space for it. This is my favorite way to start my day is um, starting my day with a little bit of like meditation with my Runa tea and occasionally with my flaxseed muffin with tons of butter. I love it. <laughs> and um having a little meditative moment where i sit down with like my affirmation cards that i love so much um i have some from knock knock cassie gifted me some and i'm loving them so much and then i've also got some from daily affirmations i believe it's called and mine is like a specific money mindset stack mm. and um i would open kind of like my day with like um spiritual scripture study and then I would break into card pulling just to kind of like get my brain going and then I I really spent time brain dumping and when I got into that flow I just I felt like all was right with the world and I've lost it since being so in the last two weeks since like losing all of my space and time and efforts but I'm, I'm bringing it back <laughs> <laughs> oh I love you <laughs> Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. TikTok or Instagram? Oh, TikTok right now. Where do you want to travel the most? Ooh, okay. This is kind of a hard one for me because I think it's changed recently. Um, It's kind of weird to say right now. I want to go to Shanghai someday. Did not expect you to say that. I, did, I know you wouldn't expect that. I what know. do you always pack in your carry-on? My makeup. My makeup never goes in the check-in. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who's someone you'd love to have coffee with? Lindsay Dahl. <laughs> oh, okay. I would intend out Lindsay Dahl. Mm, yes, she is a like a, an absolute wealth of knowledge in the beauty clean space and what's happening. She's got her beat and the pulse on what's happening and I'd love to hear a more intimate version of that. So What's something you lose constantly? <laughs> mm, socks. 
Always. What do you do on your days off? Like a full day. I was like, what days off? What's that? No kidding. Full day off. uh, Usually go venture out somewhere with my family. Full day off is usually doing something outside or like an intentional activity with my family. What's one hobby that you plan on picking up? Embroidery. (laughs) What's one hobby that you'll never give up? Well, my hobby kind of became my career, so um, (laughs) one hobby I will never give up. Coloring. I'll never give that up. Best piece of advice you've ever received? Mm. Love is about knowing your buttons and choosing not to push it. Mm. Piece of advice you've received that you refuse to follow? (laughs) Uh, that's a hard one for me because I'm an obliger, so I gotta think real hard about that one. Um, advice I was given that I did not follow. Guys, I literally can't think of anything. I think I follow just about everything people say to me. (laughs) (laughs) You also surround yourself with good people who give good advice. True, true. Describe yourself in three words. Guys, I'm an Enneagram too. I don't know. Um... Three words. Mm. Loving. <laughs> Fun. Mm. Focused and on. Mm, that's two words. So loving, fun, um, happy. Agreed. <laughs> What makes you the angriest? Oh. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the thing that makes me angriest is when people know something and they don't share that is everyone should know. Mm. That gets me going. And it's not specific to just like beauty. It's it's specific to all sorts of things. Like if you if you know something that could be beneficial to other people it's like you have a responsibility to share mm. yes don't be selfish so good so good <laughs> what's your biggest pet peeve oh getting hung up on don't don't hang up on me <laughs> i have never gotten so angry when somebody hung up on me once when i was in high school i was like um okay um friendship done um <laughs> Like that's what I would do if I wanted to end a friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people that don't think it's that serious. At least I figured this out because they were very apologetic. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not cool. Not not okay. Like, <laughs> biggest pet peeve. Don't hang up on me. <laughs> uh, what scares you the most? Mm. Losing the ability to choose. What is your dream makeup collab? Oh. Um, oh, that's going to be that's a tough one because there's a few people that I really admire, like um probably it's either going to be Katie Oldham or Katie Oldham. Yeah, it's either going to be Katie of Beauty Bureau. Yeah. Because she's not so like pie in the sky that like like I could relate to her. I feel like I we could like 
we relate to each other on so many fronts. You know, I'm going to make you go bigger than that, right? Yeah, it'd probably be Scott Barnes. That's JLo's makeup artist. Okay. What would you okay. guys collab on? Hmm. We would collab on his first clean beauty product. What? Because he's got a makeup line and I'm going, sir, you could do better. <laughs> <laughs> what are you binge watching right now? Ooh, just finished it. Um, Imagineering series on Disney Plus. It's <laughs> it's so good, you guys. It's like if you like anything about business and you like Disneyland and you want to see kind of the inner workings of like what decisions were made with parks and um, mergers of business. Like I, with I, I mean, even my kids enjoyed it. So favorite TV show of all time, of all time. Oh dang, TV show of all time this one's a hard one because i haven't watched that in a long time but uh probably friends <laughs> hmm. but it's been such a long time since i've really like binged on that content but favorite movie of all time <laughs> this is so hard i'm really into entertainment you guys so it's hard for me to pick it would have to be probably the first harry potter movie or something last movie that made you cry oh last movie that made me cry <laughs> Um, inside out. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you the most nostalgic? Mm. Most nostalgic. It's probably thinking about things that I did with my husband when we were dating. Like when we think about, um, kind of the the uh, time that we had before we had kids. So, and for me, that was revolved around a lot, a lot of summertime activities. So, like campfires and. We used to take, um, I have a giant love sack. You guys know what that is. And we, I had a truck and we'd throw it in the back of my truck and we'd go just park somewhere where we could see the stars really well. And we would just sit in my love sack in the back of my truck. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> I love you both. <laughs> Who was your first kiss? Who was my first kiss? Corey Schwarbel. <laughs> It's weird that I know him. I know. I was uh, just going to say, you probably know who he was sixth grade. <laughs> Favorite date night activity. Hmm. Favorite date night activity. It's it's rather cyclical and it's not exciting, but it's like honestly the most restorative best thing we we do. Um, and it they miss it terribly right now. We go to um sushi at this really cool, like very authentic place where we go up to. The, you can sit in the um in the house or you can sit at the sushi bar. And we sit at the sushi bar and they're right in front of us making the sushi, and they do such a good job. And so we order sushi and, and then when we're done, we usually head to our gym and we do a like hydrotherapy cycle. So we go from hot tub to the somewhat not heated lap pool. <laughs> we go hot tub, really cold water, and then we go sit in the warm pool and then we kind of cycle between those about three times. And it is, we get done and we're just like, we feel like jelly and it's just, it's the best conversation promoting date that we do on a consistent basis, which makes me so happy secret to a happy marriage change together mm, i feel that mm. how did skylar propose <laughs> this is a good story because he had all these grand plans that he didn't follow through with so <laughs> um i i was living in utah at the time and i had already made plans for months like actually about the time i met him i bought tickets to go to um a concert down in arizona and I was going to road trip with friends. And it was kind of something I had planned for a long time. But when the time came, I really didn't want to go because I was so goo goo gaga for my 
my boyfriend at the time and I was sad. It was my first time like leaving him for more than like a day. And it was like, I just was like, mm, and he wasn't coming because he didn't know these people. Da, da, da. And so we'd spent our first time being four days apart. And um, while I was gone, he had my ring. He had had it made and had it all ready to go. And I knew I was going to marry him. I was like, I'm going to marry this man. But we hadn't like, it wasn't like when we get married, it was just, it was a lot of I love yous and mushy mushies. And so, but I knew I wanted to marry him. And I came back. And I called him when I pulled into my parking lot of my apartment and I was like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And he was like, I'll be there. He was um, driving a motorcycle at the time. And I lived on the third floor, the top floor of my apartment complex. And my window, I could see the side of the parking lot that most people come into. So I can always like see people coming and going. And I see him pulling up in his bike and I was like, yeah, like I was so excited to see him. And he came in my room and I was unpacking and where I was standing, I was facing my bed and off to the right, there was this window or this window. And then I had a, a full length mirror leaned up against right next to there. And, and he was like, he had been riding all day. And so he was kind of dirty. Like you could see the dirt around his face mask, everything. And like, and I was unpacking something and I could kind of see out of the corner of my eye in the mirror that he was on one knee. And I look over and he was like, it was just proposed to me like right there asked me to marry him and I was just like I was like yes 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 like, I was just <laughs> <laughs> kind of paraded around the apartment and he was like you can't tell my sisters this is how I did it I had this whole plan it was really close to fourth of July and they have a big big fireworks show at um, BYU down there and he has this spot he goes to every year that nobody knows about because he grew up there you know so he was going to take me to the spot and propose to me during the fireworks show and it was three days later and he's like I just I know this is really lame, but I just couldn't wait. And and it didn't matter to me that it wasn't this grandiose, like, gesture. It was like, I literally can't wait for you to have this ring. I can't wait to, like, make this official. And I was like, most romantic thing ever he could have done for me personally. Okay, I love him even more now. I do. <laughs> uh, how often do you guys text each other? Ooh. Not anymore now because we see each other all day long. Like <laughs> pre-COVID, pre-COVID, oh, it was many, many gifs, gifs, many gifs. We were we were constantly sending each other like, "Hey, baby," <laughs> like some sort of like funny check-in because we we usually would like at least once or twice while he was on his work shift like saying something to each other, whether it was like you know straight up business or it was like, but we're we're usually bantering and laughing back and forth, but. Best gift he's ever given you. Ooh, I this I know this one off the top of my head. Okay, so while we were dating, um, we were both really broke, you guys. We were like 20, 20, 21, and we were both so broke. And, you know, when you're at that age, you're just trying to figure out everything, you know. And so you're and I had been living away from my family for a long time and um my family had gotten some pretty awful news and we had only been dating I think we'd only been on like three dates at that point. So this generation would qualify it as hanging out when you're probably just hanging out at that point. But I was, I was like, we were dating, um, but he wasn't my boyfriend yet even. And he knew how upsetting it was for me. We were both so broke. And I showed up to his house after he knew about the news and he, so my husband's a, a really talented artist and he had taken a wire hanger and he had sculpted it into this like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this, he'd sculpted it so it could be hung. And then he um, sculpted a rose that looked like it had grown into and around the wire and had painted it and let it 
and dried it and gave it to me and I just about died. It is my most prized possession. I still have it 15 years later. <laughs> okay. He, he, he couldn't afford to buy me one. Because he's so, he's so cheesy again. <laughs> he couldn't afford to buy me one. So he made me one. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What's your favorite thing about your family? Mm. We, we know how to keep a good joke going. <laughs> when do you feel most beautiful? Mm, fresh, dewy skin, clean hair. <laughs> <laughs> when do you feel the most creative? Ooh, music blaring. The right music that's making me feel like I'm in flow. And um, yeah, I think it's just music in general. What's your secret talent? Secret talent. Secret talent. <laughs> um, I can read French. <laughs> what's your it. What's your best habit? My best habit? Skincare. Like what's I'm actually, I, I got that down. What's your worst habit? Oh, sometimes I fall asleep without brushing my teeth. <laughs> Guys, it's so gross. I wake up and I'm like, wah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravest thing you've ever done. <laughs> okay uh beyond like building my own business <laughs> bravest thing I've ever done was kind of like a silly thing but it was a um I was coaching cheerleading at the time and we were at camp and we had done a like um team building outdoor course with our teams and this little team I adore them they were seven to 11 years old they were little guys little kids like and I had 18 of them 16 of them um, and we had one guy that was guiding us through the thing. We get to this one part of the course and he's like, so these girls are kind of little for this. Um, so I need you to anchor them. And I was like, okay. And it was literally like one person would stretch, strap up into this thing, almost like a climbing equipment with a rope attached to the back of it. And you literally would run and you would jump off this, um, ravine with a river down below. And it was like. 40 feet down like I mean it was like yeah anyway and I was just like and so I was the anchor and all these little girls and the, the thing was is when you jump your team runs the opposite way and they pull you and you literally feel like you're flying it's the craziest thing and the instructor got to this point where all the girls did it and I was super proud of them and it was kind of like conquering your fears trust your teammates da, da, da. and he's like hey your turn and I look at him and I'm like uh no <laughs> like no and he goes no no I'll anchor it's fine and I was just like, oh my gosh, can't believe I'm doing this. And I did. And that guy pulled me so hard. I easily was like 30 or 40 feet in the air. Like I got higher than any of those little kids did. And it was the most exhilarating thing I've ever done. And I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Short of jumping on an airplane, which I haven't done yet, but I want to. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> What's the scariest thing you've ever done? I will. I will. Well, scariest thing I've never done because I can tell you about that scariest one. Scariest thing you've ever done. <laughs> scariest thing I've ever done. Have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap on seventy three questions with Genevieve. Ba -ba -da -ba, ba -ba -da -ba. All right, I think this is your turn, and you're Ugh. gonna be so much better at this than I am. I don't. I, what's the definition of better? Faster? <laughs> faster? Yeah. You'll probably faster. have better answers though. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. Okay. So what are your best work tips from home? Uh, best work from home tip is to 
uh, do something that signals that your workday is starting. So for mm. me, it's like put on, <laughs> everybody's joking about like their work sweatpants and their regular sweatpants. <laughs> Right? pretty much mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. My, my fancy so I, put on, I put on my fancy sweatpants and my fancy sweatshirt <laughs> and i um headphones are an indication that work is starting too this is like mm. the the situation right now so yep yeah 100 percent. what are your big goals for this year oh um write a cake or dessert ebook Ooh, yes, and ma'am. cook through my future cookbook who cook through yeah start yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> oh. yep. so many other mm-hmm. things to say moving on where do you see yourself in 10 years i see myself owning two restaurants being a managing director with beauty counter yes ma'am being a very present mama and wife and uh being able to take a day off whenever the hell i want to <laughs> mm-hmm. where do you find your motivation my mom if you had to choose another career what would it be i would be what would i be i feel like i choose i chose my best career second second rung what would i be uh i'd be like a ceo of a someone else's company basically Mm -hmm. like (laughs) Mm -hmm. lead something else Mm -hmm. yeah yep what's your favorite thing to cook oh shit okay that's a hard question that's like asking me a beauty question i mean cake yeah moving cake moving on cake go-to cookbook uh (sighs) i'm like looking up go-to cookbook bon appetit desserts Ooh, yeah it's favorite sweet treat this is like yeah this is like moving on what's favorite sweet treat maybe from that book uh favorite sweet treat for me to eat is Mm. creme brulee Ooh, yum. Like real, mm-hmm. very dairy mm-hmm. <laughs> creme brulee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what would be your last meal? Oh, dude. Like a fat ribeye and some sauteed shiitake mushrooms. Oh. That's pretty, what, yeah. What's your go-to cocktail mocktail? Oh, cocktail for sure. And ain't no mocktail <laughs> up in here. <laughs> um, my go-to cocktail is usually vodka and sparkling water and some sort of citrus juice. Mm, Grapefruit citrus. is like my jam right now or lime. Yes, ma'am. What's something you didn't expect about motherhood? Uh, this is the same as you. I mean, how soft I am. I'm just a big softy. I thought I'd be a hard ass, me? but I'm not. <laughs> to me. <laughs> i just whatever you want kid you can have it it's fine take it all how have you changed since becoming a mom i'm softer no I'm yeah 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> how have i changed i'm even more of a bulldog than i was before mm-hmm. in the right mm-hmm. ways Protective. what's your things what's your favorite things to cook for your kid uh my favorite thing to cook for g is um pasta because he gets so excited because we don't have we don't have it very much so it's like oh mommy is making pasta specifically like homemade gnocchi is what we're gonna Mm. we're gonna play with that here soon so he's fun yeah um late night food that you crave something salty um Mm -hmm. chips crackers a cookie that's chewy that has some saltiness to it chewy and salty doesn't help that i'm really hungry right now okay i'm not really a sweets person so you, yeah something salty pretzels mm, so good what is your favorite thing that your hubby cooks um 
breakfast roasted potatoes mm-hmm. per- he knows how to like fry an egg like a boss just yeah. perfect that's amazing caramelized onions that kind of thing uh what kind of music did you grow up listening to uh classic rock for sure yeah, definitely first concert you ever went to garth brooks <laughs> no way really <laughs> we didn't have the money to go to concerts or anything like that and i had a childhood friend whose you know family was going and got me a ticket too so i got to go and oh my gosh, that's awesome yeah it was i mean it was pretty amazing and i of course started listening to garth brooks after that because i was like i hear his shows you, are buddy. amazing you know what you're doing and that was also mm-hmm. the first cassette tape i ever owned like of oh. my of my own that i like went and bought with my own money well i have to interrupt can i tell you mine yes no doubt your first cassette tape first that cd was my, uh, that was my first cd no doubt was absolutely my first cd yeah yeah we have the same first cd oh my gosh that's okay. hilarious i love it um if you were a rapper what would your name be oh like something like like sass like sassy yeah. <laughs> sassy or something like that yep <laughs> a little, little sass a little sass oh that's good that's good big see sass. i can do names for the people and i can't come up with my own <laughs> Ugh, typical uh who's an artist people would be surprised you listen to oh justin bieber maybe oh i i do like the bieber too i feel yeah. like people would be surprised though like Trojan. all all of bieber over the years <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you were to get another <laughs> tattoo what would it be and where oh um tattoo i want a lot more by the way Mm. (laughs) uh three-quarter sleeve on my Mm. right arm that is very floral Mm. with like ranunculas and peonies and probably some Mm. ferns and all that goodness little little good stuff what uh what's a book that you've enjoyed recently uh radical candor by kim scott Mm -hmm. morning person or night person definitely night person how do you fight it all the time uh i decompress by being completely and totally alone and the most important part of that is that no one has any expectations for me so as long as no one has expectations for me i actually don't have to be alone to decompress i just have to have no one expecting anything of me yes ma'am that's why we're good when we're together (laughs) i don't expect anything of cassie and same goes back must have beauty product Oh, Lord. It's hard. Must have beauty product. Tinted moisturizer. Mm, um, beauty pet peeve. Beauty pet peeve. Overplucked eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and has been my whole life, by the way. When everyone mm-hmm. was plucking the crap out of their eyebrows, I was like, you guys are going to regret this. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't or, no, do it. Sperm eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, oh, mm, can't do that. <laughs> Makeup trend you wish would come back. Oh, um... Hmm. Makeup trend I wish would come back. Glitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. body glitter. Oh, glitter yeah. gel. You remember the glitter gel? Yes. Oh my gosh. Junior high. Hello. So good. Mm, let's see. So Holy Grail. I know. <laughs> Holy Grail skincare product. Good Lord. You know it is that beauty counter overnight resurfacing peel. <laughs> yes, ma'am. If you don't own it yet, own it now. Oh Go my get gosh. It. All skin types. Uh, <clears throat> Desert Island makeup. Three products. Oh, um, brow pencil for damn sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tinted moisturizer with SPF. Mm-hmm. And uh, bu- 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 some sort of like 
multi-stick situation like a yeah. really moisturizing lip balm that could like double as a cheek color mm, i could get behind that yeah. or like a cheek color that can multiple as a lip color anyway. yep uh best music beauty tip you've ever received oh god this is ha- has to be from you 100 <laughs> percent has to be from you uh i'm honored uh best beauty tip uh chemical exfoliation instead of physical exfoliation Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> beauty product that you don't go a day without wearing um facial oil <laughs> mm-hmm, i have mm-hmm. a lot of no makeup days good for you favorite lip color oh none none lip color I, lip balm i was like i might know which natural one, yeah rosewood no, like none. <laughs> like like none. No, for <laughs> like real. None. Not even. If I had to choose an actual color, it would be um, like a pinky nude, like mm. the Terra Lip Sheer from Beauty Counter or something close to that. Go to makeup look at this very moment. Tinted moisturizer. Not definitely not into a full face of foundation right now. Um, concealer. Mostly just under the eyes. And then brow pencil, clear brow gel, no mascara, mm. and very glowy, like yeah. all cream, cream skin. blush, cream bronzer, skin, with skin, all skin. with like some nice shift going on, but no mascara. So, this is like, it's weird. Maybe so I just I think don't want to put it on. <laughs> I know what you're going to say, but favorite beauty trend right now. <laughs> favorite beauty trend. You know what I'm going to say? I think I know what you're going to say. You, you might, I might need to remind you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And then you tell me what you thought I was going to okay. say. Okay. Uh, favorite beauty trend right now is a full brow. Mm-hmm. Close. I thought you were going to say no mascara, bold lip. I do like that. <laughs> I'm really into that. I keep showing you stuff and being like, can I do this? Oh, well, I guess um, you can. <laughs> but, I, but for me. You know, for me, I think it would just be like a fat brow. I'm into it. Yeah, fat brow. Yeah, fat brow. (laughs) Mm, I feel you. Uh, Favorite beauty trend right now? Strong lip, strong eye. Uh, Strong lip or strong eye? Strong eye. Sneakers or heels? Sneakers for sure. (laughs) Heels are kind of a joke for me now. (laughs) (laughs) What would you consider your uniform? Oh, Lord. Everybody probably knows this. There was an excellent Enneagram meme that was like the uniform of an Enneagram 8. And I was like, they got me. Um, (laughs) Vans or some sort of like kind of trendy sneakers. Uh, Black leggings. A like really baggy like boyfriend style v-neck t-shirt and a jean jacket and a beanie or a baseball cap like that's my i was gonna say beanie's gotta be in there somewhere the beanie it's (laughs) beanie during the cold months and baseball cap during the warm months there we go how do you start your day how do i start my day uh with a little tiny voice in my ear asking me if it's time to get up (laughs) um i mean i get if i'm getting up on my own which is like half the time maybe, um, especially now with like slower mornings. I am getting up. I am immediately doing my skincare because if I don't, I'll wait for like four hours and that's a problem mm. for my skin. So I will mm-hmm. literally like before everybody wakes up, before I brush my teeth, I will wash my face and put on moisturizer and all of that good stuff. And then I brush my teeth 
and I go make myself some coffee, get my froth on in my, get my, my, beautiful, froth on. my beautiful frother. And then I look at my planner for the day and kind of get going on my like one thing for my to-do list so I can feel really productive before everybody is like up and moving. And then I will kind of enter back into like some personal time after that. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Yeah. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. <laughs> Where do you want to travel most? All over Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you always have in your carry-on? <laughs> uh, sea salt, olive oil, <laughs> and some sort of canned seafood like sardines mm-hmm. or oysters. I love that yours was nutrition and mine was beauty. <laughs> The funny part Ugh. is I totally pack my makeup in my uh, main suitcase a lot. Oh, I can't. The idea of like suitcase getting lost with makeup because I don't bring <laughs> small amounts, you guys. Oh, anyway. I do. Who's someone you'd love to have coffee with? Greg Renfrew, CEO of Beauty Counter. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I will one day. What up, Greg? Yeah, you will. <laughs> well, what up? What's something you lose constantly? My phone, WTF. Really? Just all over the house. It's not even far away. I'm just like, where did I freaking put that thing? And you want to know why? <laughs> it's because I carry it with me and it's in on the silent? house everywhere I go. Is it's it like on silent? Inner- it's always on silent. That is the worst <laughs> part. It is My phone is always on do not disturb, by the way. Mm-hmm. I do not hear a phone ring once in the day. I don't unless it's my husband's phone. And I'm always like, oh, what is that? Uh, <laughs> um, and mine's always you, on. Why do you have that on? He's like, so I can answer it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm good. Yeah. Who's calling completely <laughs> off. And, uh, and so it's very hard to find it. I imagine so. Yeah. What do you do on your days off? Um, days off with family are like get out of the house go to brunch go on a walk obviously all this is weather dependent in the pacific northwest um go to a farmer's market that's like my favorite day off um Mm. by myself nothing (laughs) like whatever you want in bed binge watching something on netflix not thinking about anything that i have to do or need to do or should be doing amen Uh, One hobby that you plan on picking up? I'm still going to say the guitar. Like Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's been on the back burner for sure. And I've been, (laughs) sounds so bougie. I've had things to do where I have to be presentable. And so I've prioritized having longer nails, which you cannot do and play the guitar. Um, but now that we're home Mm -hmm. all the time, little man is like, mom, when are you going to get your guitar out? And I was like, ugh. After I file off my my dip powder nails, that's when. <laughs> <laughs> when these finally grow to an annoying length because well, I can't go into right, the salon no, right now. They're like, I, you know, we, we're all like doing our nails and I don't even know what's going to happen with our hair. I saw a hilarious meme the other day that was like, in a few months, we're all going to find out everyone's natural hair color. And I was like, no! <laughs> I hate oh, man. my natural hair color. My husband's going to do my hair. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> one hobby that you'll never you'll never give up. One hobby I'll never give up. Oh, dancing for sure. It's more of a hobby. Mm. It used to be like an actual thing that I did, and now it's a hobby. Mm, I feel you. Best piece of advice you've ever received. Oh Lord. Uh, to trust my own intuition. 
piece of advice you received that you refuse to follow you don't have an answer for this one because i don't uh that i have to choose between being a career woman and being a family oriented mama person yes i don't even know mm, how to describe mm. that i describe yourself in three words oh um passionate um direct and loving Mm, yes (laughs) ma'am i love it what makes you the most angry oh lord um injustice of any sort but especially with marginalized people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah what scares you the most what scares me the most something bad happening to someone i love Mm, that was pretty high on my list too yeah Uh, biggest pet peeve oh lord um (laughs) when someone who i want to say like when a friend when anyone you know is upset with you and it's obvious and they won't just fucking tell you (laughs) (laughs) i need to know where i stand with you and if you're wasting time making me think that i you know not letting me know where i stand i'm over i'm done biggest Mm, pet peeve understandable that's like yours is more encompassing mine's very specific because if you think about it being hung up on is very similar (laughs) it's like you know well i mean i would argue that if you they hang up on you you know where they where you stand with them true true it's the the lack of communication that i'm done yeah all right so what's your dream foodie collab my dream foodie collab oh my gosh dream of dreams Oh, like some sort of amazing pastry situation with, I don't know, Thomas Keller, the like mm. Bouchon Bakery, like just, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. What are you binge watching right now? <laughs> the Great British Baking Show. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh. Favorite TV show of all time? Oh gosh. I think it's Parks and Recreation. I really I was do. gonna be sad if you didn't say that. God, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. I just I could never pick that one. It's just too hard. Favorite movie of all time. I would say like Pretty Woman, probably. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Last movie that made you cry. Mm, Inside Out. <laughs> Is it? Oh gosh, yeah, see? That's the last movie I watched. What makes you the most nostalgic? Mm. What makes me the most nostalgic? Uh, Like roller skating or roller blading. That's fun. Um, Who was your first kiss? I might know this person too. Do I know this person? I don't. Here's the funny part. I don't think I know. I don't think I know. I'm it legit. It was like I was daycare aged, like five years old. (laughs) for sure i can't remember his name i can't remember his name but it was underneath a table outside (laughs) at the daycare that my mom worked at and i was young oh yeah favorite date night activity favorite date night activity uh let's call it date day because i would much rather have a date day than date night Mm -hmm. and um brunch coffee pastries walk shopping Ooh, that sounds lovely that's my day um how did josh propose oh god so cheesy um 
he the funny part i always tease him that he like proposed in a way that he thought he was supposed to not in the way that like i would really want to and so he basically i mean he proposed to me in front of my friends before a hike we were at like a spot called crown point in the gorge in in oregon and we were headed to the next stop was going to be like a hike around Multnomah Falls. And he proposed to me at Crown Point with oh like gosh. four of my closest friends, which they, they apparently Aww. they weren't, weren't supposed to be there. Like I invited them to come <laughs> and it was a couple days before Thanksgiving and we were 19. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. So secret to happy marriage. Honesty. Mm. as brutal as it can be sometimes honesty and how often do you guys text never very rarely really yeah i'm not a uh i've always been the like when we're away we're away Mm. whenever we text each other it's not something sweet it's not i miss you usually every once in a while it's something like that but it's usually a like hey can you pick up little man from my mom's today or like it's always logistical practical I'm like, let me be in my space when I'm in my space. I've never, I've never been much of a, like, communicate with you while you're away sort of a thing. Mm. Best gift, best gift he's ever given you. Oh, ever? Mm Mm-hmm. Braces. Oh, oh, how old are you? 17. Wow. Right. That's incredible. Right that's a whole wow yep that's a whole nother story for another podcast day actually it might be an episode two (laughs) yeah i want to hear about this okay so what's your favorite thing about your family uh favorite thing about my immediate family like my 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 nuclear family um Mm -hmm. being silly we we can just be super silly Mm -hmm. and we have the the weirdest weirdest little sounds and inside jokes and funny little things that we do that if anyone saw into Same. it, they would either be like, oh my gosh, other families are like that too. Or they'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of what I meant by inside jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when do you feel the most beautiful? Oh, after I've gotten some sun. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, when do you feel the most creative? Uh, similar to you, like music blasting. Mm-hmm. No distractions. Mm-hmm. hidden talent hidden ta- i don't know if any of my talents are hidden because i monetize all of them <laughs> uh hidden <laughs> talent i'm a really I'm like similar. stupid good dancer like really good dancer I, and i i keep hearing and i cannot wait to see it <laughs> i know we've never put ourselves together in that situation that, and our plan was we both when love coronavirus <laughs> started to start doing that no kidding oh guys we had plans and they got blasted out of there we'll it's okay it we'll put them on tiktok instead that's right what's your best <laughs> habit my best habit my best habit like a personal habit this is a hard one for me uh-huh. i'm like what's a good habit that i have um i'm i don't know if this is a habit i'm just good at i'm good at saying no when no needs to be said Mm, that's yeah that can be a habit for sure i mean i do it all the time so i would call it a habit (laughs) (laughs) oh what's your worst habit oh my worst habit my worst habit 
internalizing everything, like isolating mm. myself when I feel overwhelmed. Mm. But you don't let mm. me do that anymore. So here we are. Well, not 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 for too long <laughs> before I'm like, hey, friend, what's he uh, doing over there? <laughs> yeah. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Uh, scariest thing I've ever done is quit grad school. That's a huge leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. A huge leap of faith. It was like, yeah, it blew my mind. It's yeah. It's so much of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's super scary. So, so one might say that that's the bravest thing you've ever done as well. Cause that's the last question. What's the bravest thing you've ever done? No way. Bravest thing I've ever done it aside from becoming a mother, or like giving birth mm. is giving someone the Heimlich when they were choking oh hello scared this shit it was also one of the scariest things i've ever done (laughs) (laughs) well dang i feel like we just like blasted through that but i have so many questions i know i feel like you're gonna have a lot of follow-up questions now (laughs) i know i am not um i am not a linear conversation person i chicken walk okay (laughs) no way i think people know that from listening to this podcast well (laughs) that was really fun i thought that that was was such a fun idea um a friend gave me that idea when i was talking about what we were going to do for our 100th episode and here we are i love it thanks for being here you guys we hope this was fun as fun for you guys as it was for us and i know i learned a lot about genevieve today that i actually didn't know which was pretty funny (laughs) because i feel like i know you really well Mm -hmm. um and i feel like our listeners feel like they probably know us pretty well but i hopefully we got some new little juicy bits today yeah (laughs) all right you guys have a wonderful rest of your week we appreciate you being here and we'll talk to you next week Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Sure. Don't you wish your podcast was awesome like mine? <laughs> that was good. I was just thinking audio, but that doesn't work. Don't you wish your oh. audio was as good as mine? <laughs> <laughs> Has some video stuff in it. And she's like, the audio will not be up to your standards. And I was like, correction, Genevieve's standards. <laughs> I know I'm the only snob in this situation. Sorry. I'd be nothing without you. I'm a, I'm a snob with no know-how about how to get the kind of audio quality I want to be listening to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would just be like one of those jerky snobs who is like, this audio is terrible. And I, no, but that's the it needs consumer. to be fixed. But I have yeah. no idea how to fix it. First, we need to clap. <clears throat> You're welcome. Duh. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's okay, it's okay. Of course I go to Disney. You're welcome. There were a couple of Disney questions mixed in and I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, you could ask me Disney questions. I well, will skip them. Well, one of them got booted because it just wasn't we we yeah. it wasn't relevant. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. All right. It's the first time I've been in my studio since I, like I think I'm, October. I feel like I'm going a little crazy right now. <laughs> yeah. Coronavirus. Okay. Coronavirus. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> see, it applies. I see, like coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> like right now. Oh, <laughs> I love Cardi B so much. A lot of those were a lot harder than I thought they were gonna be. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Well, also, like you didn't give any one word answers. <laughs> I couldn't, dude. Some of those were like, it's fine. I think it was funny. I was like, don't get mad at her right now. I wasn't mad, but like, don't correct her right now. <laughs>